Welcome back to the BHP show, the ultimate F1 fan guide for you F1 nerds to geek out. Or if you're like Pete and watch Drive to Survive, this is the safe place for you to learn everything you need to know to be a true F1 fan. Isn't that right, Pete? Yes. Yes. I'm learning a lot. You're learning a lot. So far, yeah. I've blagged one full weekend. And I'm looking forward to blagging another one. You got the whole race in? A weekend where I can lock myself in the study. Yes. And watch Formula One. And that is the perfect weekend in my it's, book. It's work, darling. Can you keep the kids out? <laughs> Did you get the full Friday, Saturday and Sunday experience last time? Not fully. Okay. I watched a bit of practicing. Yeah. I watched some of qualifying. And I watched the race. It's and then well. I watched the highlights of the race as well. Now, that is what a true F1 fan does. And yep. I'm sure you can all agree with me that proper F1 fans watch the race and then that evening we'll watch the highlights as well, just because. Just because. It, like, it, it really brings it in to any other bits that you might have missed from the race. Especially, like, sometimes you get camera angles that you weren't given from earlier on, yeah. which are yeah. more of an explainer to, oh, that's what happened at the yeah. time I was so excited but um yeah do you know interestingly like all the footage you see um some of the on-car footage you, they don't actually have access to until after the race they have to actually physically download it from the car so there's only certain cars they have the live feed for yeah do you know what out of all of the boring things you've said that wasn't the worst of them <laughs> i've got some boring ones lined up for the show yeah no no that's good yeah that's good are you, yeah. Ready? Are you excited I, like, that? I like that so um yeah while you prepare to download your boring on us, <laughs> AJ, yes, second race of the season. I'm excited. Jeddah Cornice. Oh, you got it right. Nice. I've seen this. Yeah. It was on one of my favourite movies ever. Uh, I think it was season four of Drive to Survive. Oh, God. Yeah. Is one, that one of the early episodes yeah. where this actor, <laughs> Mickey Schumacher, stuffed it into the wall on the high-speed race circuit. I can only apologise for my co-host. Uh, firstly, it's not a movie, it's a documentary of sorts. Uh, and secondly, he's a driver, not an actor. But anyway, yeah, Mick Schumacher smashed it into the wall in qualifying last time at Jeddah. Uh, and that car cost a million dollars to repair. Ouch. Interestingly, first boring F1 fact of the day. Here we go. He was the most expensive crashing driver of last season. His crashes over the course of the year cost three and a half million dollars for has to repair. Ooh. That's a lot for a small team. But that's where I get super excited about Jeddah. Now, obviously, it was the Formula One geek new track designer put this one together. Yes. I think with help from his son, which is nice. Okay, get the kids involved. Now... You'll probably tell me some more interesting things about it. But when it comes to street circuits, everyone knows Monaco. Monaco's like one of the greatest street circuits. Yeah. But Jeddah Cornice is where people go to stuff their cars. <laughs> it is the fastest ever street circuit in Formula One. Um, and it's actually the second fastest track on the current set, on the current schedule. Yeah. The only track where cars are faster is Monza, which is, they call it the Temple of Speed. So yeah, Jeddah Corniche is the second fastest circuit in the fastest ever street circuit. Narrow concrete walls, lots of high-speed corners. You can't see around them. Utterly terrifying. Now, off camera, before the show, Edge was like, come and have a look at this. I went over to his desk. He was sat wearing his I Love Lewis Hamilton t-shirt. 
and he played me Lewis's poll app. Yeah, from the season before last, 2021, his poll app, and it's terrifying, isn't it, on board? It's, if, if anyone's not sure of how to prepare themselves <laughs> for the upcoming race, you've got to go and watch Lewis Hamilton put in a poll app. Yeah, it, it was, it's one of the best. Um, that And interesting, that year was, it was the year that him and Max were going for the title and they had a, that race was really, really exciting. They're smashing into each other the whole race. And on that qualifying session, Max crashed on his final run at the last corner. He hits the wall. And that shows you how perilous this circuit is. Like you get an inch wrong, you miss your braking by literally a meter and you're in the wall. It is high speed, but they have to be perfectly precise. And that means that in the race, you're going to see a lot of incidents. Last year, only 13 cars actually finished the race from the 20 that entered. Wow. wow. Yeah, I remember that episode. <laughs> Mickey Schumacher, though. Boom! Yeah. Um, weird F1 fact of the day, okay? Okay. Talking about cars not finishing at Jeddah. Yeah. Uh, P14, although only 13 cars finished, P14 was given to Alex Albon because, despite retiring on lap 47, he had finished more than 90% of the race, which means he gets classified as actually finishing the race. There you go. Weird F1 fact for you. Now, if you cross that over into any other, like, track and field kind of sport... Yeah. Yeah. It just would not fly, would it? Yeah, like the 1,500 metres. Well, he did three laps. Uh, and it now he's, he's stopped for a sandwich over with the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that a little bit crazy? Yeah, it's a bit crazy. So how long's that been a rule for? That's always been a rule. So you could not finish yeah. the race, but yeah. have done enough of the race yeah. to have... To classify as finishing, which you may think is kind of inconsequential because they're not in the points anyway. But when you're at the back of the field, come the end of the season, if you're level on points, then they do a counting back process. So whoever finished higher in the positions out of the points then gets counted. So that 14th place in that race could actually be really valuable come the end of the season when they're kind of totting up who finishes where in the team's battle, the Constructors' Championship. So Pete, being a new Formula 1 fan... You love a bit of the gossip column, don't you? I do like gossip, but only because I find within the gossip, there's always a classic rumour. Yes, yes. But better yes. than that, AJ, I heard the biggest true rumour. It's, it's, it's not just like word on the street. Okay, this, this, okay. this is confirmed. Did you, Is this your exclusive source? Exclusive source? Right. Right. I'll, I'll be honest. Lewis Hamilton went on radio... Right. That's where I got this. It's from. not that exclusive, then, is it? So Hamilton comes out on radio yeah. and says, "I know exactly what the 2023 car needs and what it doesn't need, and it's about the team kind of owning up and saying, okay, we didn't listen to you.' <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir, Lewis. Right. So that's what I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. Was said on a radio interview. So it's not really a rumor. It's what we know has happened. So like the Mercedes fallout is getting very public it's getting public now at the end of the last race lewis was on the team radio and trying to keep everyone g'd up you wouldn't have had any inkling that he was really not happy with toto and the team mm. at basically not paying any attention to his guidance as a 
world champion race driver. It's interesting that he's made it personal, isn't it? Like that makes me feel like there's more to this. Uh, he's he's been very public in stating that he is there to win his eighth title now. That's what he's aiming at. And he's he's done his career with Mercedes. His whole career has been with a Mercedes engine, definitely since McLaren as well. But his contract's up for renewal this year, so it makes me feel like this narrative of making it personal that the car's not good enough to deliver what he wants is paying into perhaps his either to get a different contract like a better deal or maybe it's to angle for an exit okay let's make up our own rumor okay lewis hamilton gossip no 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 right yeah so between us yeah we'll make out that we've heard a rumor but we'll actually start it like it was certified press what we are, yeah. team do you think he could go to ferrari well you you knew that. Well, he's going to go to Ferrari, isn't he? If he's going to go anywhere. Lewis Hamilton... Why did you just say Ferrari like you knew it was happening? Oh, because I'm making the rumour up. <laughs> right. Make make it up convincingly. Oh, Ready? Okay. Ready? Yeah. Where on earth do you think Lewis Hamilton's going to go next? What rumours have you heard? Oh, Ferrari. Is that, that the same, isn't it? It's the same. Okay. It, yeah, it's it the same. It wasn't like knowing. Okay. In, in uh, well, it's definitely Ferrari. If he's going to go anywhere, everyone wants to drive Ferrari at some point. Every little boy dreams of driving the red car at some point, don't they? And he's been as vocal as to say uh, that he's always dreamt of driving the red car at some point, that everyone loves Ferrari. It's it's the Formula One brand, isn't it, Ferrari? Now, look, even though Lewis is stinking rich as a race driver, will they give him a free Ferrari? I mean, they have to, don't you? You have to. He can't be driving around in like a G-Wagon whilst he drives for Ferrari. So basically, what we've covered so far, just in the segment of rumours, yeah. is three. Oh, three for the price of one. Yeah. It's good. Lewis yeah. is disgruntled with his team. Yes. Lewis is considering going to Ferrari. Yeah. But part of the terms is that he gets given a Ferrari. Seems reasonable. Who would he partner there? Would It would obviously be him and Charles Leclerc there, wouldn't it? If he did go to Ferrari. Oh, unless his terms say otherwise. I can't, because Charles Leclerc is like a Ferrari junior driver. He's gone through their development program. He's like their poster boy, you know? Carlos Sainz has just been brought in and isn't particularly delivering either. So I know this is all conjecture. We're just spitballing, but him and Charles Leclerc in the same team, that'd be quite an exciting prospect. Especially if Ferrari can actually deliver a race winning car. Can you imagine having, like, two world champions that are both really strong on what, the same team? Do you know what it reminds me of? Go on. That idea. It's when Jensen Button joined McLaren when Lewis Hamilton was there. Like, Lewis had won the title in 2008. Jensen Button won it in 2009. 2010, they're teammates. Right, Jens, Jensen Button to me is like what Lewis Hamilton is to kids now. I like that. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. He, he yeah, he was he was the guy, man. Anyway, um talking of Jensen Button actually, who yeah. works for Williams. Uh we're looking at other rumors that include Williams and Mercedes year of discontent. Now the teams are looking ahead to the 2026 season when the rules change and a lot of them are looking for new engines. We covered recently, if you remember, Red Bull and McLaren. Yes, we did. And their talks about the Red Bull Ford going into the McLaren in 2026. 
as if to stoke the fires, Christian Horner has come out and said that those talks are only natural. I, I love the air quotes. You like that? I'll do it again yeah. for you. Only natural. Now, I know that in Drive to Survive, that quote's going to be there, and I'm going to imagine you yeah. doing your air quotes. Oh, okay. But so I do it to camera as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did Christian Horner say? That the talks with McLaren are only, only natural. Uh, she ruined the flow because you as did I two only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. anyway, next time, they can yeah. hire me. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you could double for Christian. does oh. mean that you'd also yeah. bag Jerry. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Comes which, as a package. Which for you is more exciting than it is for me because I know that you stated quite if publicly. you want to be my lover, yeah. you got to get with my the, friends. Your highlight as a for, new Formula One fan would be to meet Cherry in the pits. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you say, do you want to do a show? Yeah. I say, ultimately, I can see this is like seven steps removed. Yeah, okay. That one day we'll achieve stardom with the show enough <laughs> enough to be allowed access to the pits even if that means sneaking in under a barrier. More than likely. And I'll get to rub shoulders with Jerry before getting arrested. <laughs> I, I, I wondered where that A sound was going to go then. Yeah. Before getting uh, arrested. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I, I think all of this yeah. is worthy. Okay, yeah. And then, you know, you'll probably see me in the background on Drive to Survive somewhere. <laughs> Just getting carted off. Getting cuffed. <laughs> Just getting cuffed. So... Red Bull and McLaren talks are real. Christian Horner says so himself. Obviously, McLaren are currently a Mercedes engine. Also a Mercedes engine, and this is the Jensen Button link from earlier, is Williams. James Vowles, the team principal for Williams, has said that they will decide this year who their engine supplier is for 2026. On face value, that doesn't mean anything, but I just thought it's interesting that the timing is so close to McLaren's timing and them talking to Red Bull, could we also see Williams being powered by a Red Bull Ford engine? I love all of that. Yeah. I just need to clarify one little thing. All right. Maybe we could do this off air, but I'm going to drop it now because I'm excited. Yeah. We've not even started the second race of the season. I know. Now, Red Bull lead one race. Yes. They looked good. In preseason yeah. practice, yeah, right. Then they have a great race weekend, yeah, dominant. All of a sudden, everyone wants a piece of Red Bull. It's so fickle. You've it? got a piece of a gearbox. I do, yeah. David Coulthard's Red Bull so, RB. Like everyone's, everyone's after a little piece. Yeah, you bought a piece. You paid a lot for it. Well, you know, too much. Let's just say they gave it to us. Thanks for the gift, Red Bull, of the, I can't remember what it is, one of your gears. You know, so is is that normal that you can fall out of, flav- out of favour so quickly? I mean, we... Yes. We heard one line during Drive to Survive that resonated with me because I heard it so many oh, times. Oh, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> if you're not winning... <laughs> then your seat's up for grabs. That that was basically the Can line. Can I do it? Yeah, yeah. Give the line. Give the line. Formula One simple. You either perform or you're out. Okay. <sighs> that, 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 could have, that could have just been like the 
the slogan for Drive to Survive. It was the whole season, wasn't it? The whole it? season. That and showing Silverstone five times. What was that? That one crash. The um, Talking of Drive to Survive, the Red Bull and McLaren talking to each other. Do you remember in Drive to Survive, do you remember last season, when uh, Zach Brown, the CEO of McLaren, came out and wrote a letter talking about how Red Bull have cheated and they had a press conference together and were like really heated about this uh, falling out. They were like, and this is like, what, two, three, four months ago now? Maybe five months ago? It wasn't that long ago. They, they were like at each other's throats. And now they're palling up. Oh, because everyone wants to win. Everyone wants to win. Everyone forgives each other very quickly. Is that, is that it for the rumours? That's it you for got... the rumours, yeah. Oh. Gossip comes over. There's quite a few this week. It's exciting. Yeah. Now. It's time to predict. Oh, looking ahead. What's going to happen at Jeddah? Firstly, Jeddah is going to be full of incidents. Crashes, mechanical failures, the lot. Did you ever watch Mystic Meg back in the day? Um, the woman from the National Lottery? Yeah. yeah. She, she, so she, her role there yeah. was predictions of outcome. Okay. Right. What I need from you is just a bit more razzmatazz. I want you to make it a bit more exciting. What's going to happen? Well, it will I... be a warm evening. <laughs> I put a t-shirt on. Is that not enough? Oh, razzmatazz. Wow. Yeah. If that forms part of your prediction, this is going to be super interesting. Oh, this? Yeah. Okay, my prediction for this yeah. is that they will struggle throughout the whole weekend. Maybe they'll be lucky to get fifth or sixth. I, I think Mercedes, I mean, it's more of a power circuit than last time, but downforce is key. There's loads of really fast corners. They're going to struggle. They're going to struggle. Last time out, they were 5th and 10th, I believe. And the car looks worse than it did last year. So, um, But we're going to see loads of incidents. Like I said before, earlier in the show, only 13 cars actually finished the race last year. Full of crashes, full of incidents. And the big thing with that is that we're definitely going to see multiple safety cars. When the safety car comes out, the race can change massively, can't it? Yeah. So I totally understand why you would say that. Um, it's devastating because... The, tell me about pitting and, and how that can affect the race when there's a safety car. So the the big thing with safety cars and pitting is that if you if you pit during a safety car period, you essentially save yourself 10 to 15 seconds on the pit stop. It's like getting a free pit stop. So if the car in front of you has just stopped, now you're, let's say, 30 seconds ahead because you haven't pitted yet, then a safety car comes out and you can pit, you'll come out ahead of the car that was in front of you. So you've gained a free pit stop and you then have track position on them. You're ahead of them on the track. So trying to second guess when that's going to happen but more importantly reacting really quickly when it does is imperative to this which is why i think ferrari will continue to struggle because they still all through last year and we saw it a little bit at the last weekend those quick calls they just get wrong and red bull seem to every time get those calls right okay as part of your predictions for jedda Cornies, mystic meg you're not expecting Hamilton to do great. No. However, that's accepting that if there was an opportunist, Hamilton would be it. 
surely yeah. you kind of go if there's if there's any way because he doesn't have the straight line speed does he he doesn't know it's a fast speed. track yeah he, he's he's going to struggle because he isn't the fastest on yeah. the track we know who the fastest cars are yes so what's your predictions for who we saw on the podium Ooh. and how that straight line speed so we know aston who've got mainly a red bull car Aston's like a perfect combination of Red Bull and Mercedes. They'll continue to shine. I think Ferrari, providing they can get the calls right during the race, if there's any safety cars, they've got really good straight line speed and it's in, there's talks that it's improved again for this race. So watch out for them. Uh, ultimately, Red Bull are going to be the dominant team. I think we'll see a surprise from Williams. Think they're likely to surprise us again i think they've really improved that would be incredible i'd Chris. love that I, I would love to see williams perform i know that you've got a williams t-shirt ready so like you're ready for, I'm ready that, for yeah. it yeah i'm ready for them to do well I'm just saving it um i think mercedes will continue to struggle and but from them all the biggest struggles will be mclaren i think mclaren are going to struggle to get out of the first qualifying session out of q1 i think they will ultimately be the back of the midfield so in qualifying top three who are you going with just pick three names they don't have to be in order they have to be in order do you know what i'd love i'd love to see someone from williams mainly our new american face (laughs) the Um, american hero yeah logan Sargent. it's really hard isn't it because you know it's about straight line speed yeah but also Good aero at high speed. So many fast corners. So Aston Martin stole, borrowed, got all of the arrows from Red Bull. So you know Aston's going to do well again. Yeah. We're expecting um, those wrists to be healed. Oh, of, yes. Um, Lance Stroll's Lance wrists. Stroll. Um, so that should put both Astons in a good position. One of them's got to be up there. Yeah, that's a good shout it's it's a tricky one to say it wouldn't look much different, is it? It's, it's another hot circuit. Yeah. It's another fast circuit. Yeah. It's going to be, again, very much Red Bull and Aston, therefore. Yes. Um, I think Mercedes will probably be further back. Yeah. I think they'll probably be starting from about 6th or 7th. Yeah, I think you'll, you'll bang on with that. Red Bull at the front for qualifying. I, I would say I'm going to make a prediction and they're going to say if you put ferrari up there that would be nice but i'm going to say pole was charles leclerc okay seconds max verstappen and third science oh okay but that's not how the race is going to finish how how many people do you think will cross the finish line oh that's a good one how many how many cars just a car count a random car count 16 oh yeah, I think I think sixteen. Well, last race there was very few actual car incidents, wasn't there? It was a good race. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not from, from from that, I think the the DNFs were pretty disappointing. Yeah, they're all mechanical, weren't they? But um, I guess you expect about the same from this. Will Esteban Ocon attempt to break his record that he set last race? Do you know what record I'm talking about? No. It's a really interesting F1 record. He got the joint most ever penalties in a single race. 
Espanocon. So wow. last race out, he got three penalties in the race. Okay. Uh, we talked about it. You know, he, he he started in the wrong place and then he didn't serve the penalty correctly and then he sped in the pit lane. So he got three time penalties oh, in the race. Oh, a personal record or an all-time? No, all-time. Is it really? The all-time record before that was held by Pastor Maldonado, which was three penalties in a single race. And Esteban Ocon matched it. So do you think he's going to go and try and beat his record? Go for four penalties. Do you know what? Nobody wants that, do they? No, nobody wants that record. I mean, it was it was he had a devastating time anyway. I mean, yeah. going into the pits too fast, and um, then it wasn't really his fault. They started working on his car. Yes, it's savage. Um, so he didn't serve the. I think it's five seconds, wasn't it? Um, oh, who wants that? Yeah, that's awful. Um, so I th- yeah, I think maybe sixteen, fifteen cars, something like that, will finish. We won't have too many DNFs. Not like it won't be like last race because Bahrain was so everyone was so polite with each other. Yeah, even Lance Stroll when he tried to yeet off Fernando Alonso at the first corner, it was kind of like a polite little oops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, top three in the race then. Who in no particular order? I want you to call it, and then I'll give mine. Okay. You're going to be really shocked, but Lewis Hamilton <laughs> is going to be on the podium. What? With third. Wow, mm. really? Yeah, and I think both the Red Bulls are going to be up there. Wow, so why I think do you think Lewis Hamilton in third? Is it just a gut feeling or? I just, there's something about watching Lewis race. Yeah. When there's an opportunity, he is straight in there. I think they're going to get the tyre strategy right. I think the team is going to be busting it. I think they left knowing that the Aston engine, which is their engine, yeah, was capable of that speed. Yeah. And I think they're going to really have worked on that. They've got two weeks. And I think we're going to see, at, at the start of the race weekend, I think Friday will be quite interesting to see how comfortable they all are. Yeah. But that will tell us a lot. It's obviously going to be a, a big clue in how he how he gets on 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 Saturday, but I think he'll probably start low down. Six, you think there's going to be six, something that happens on the grid. that he obviously we're predicting probably around about half the team's not going to finish, isn't it? You know, so it's going to be somewhere between well, it's not quite half, but maybe like thirteen to fifteen cars will actually yeah. complete the race. Yeah, I think out of that, as they're pushed forward, yeah. Uh, with safety cars coming out. I think Lewis, if he gets his pits right yeah, and they get the tyres right, I think if anyone can do it, Lewis is going to be up there. I like but that. I like he's that. not fast enough for first. No. But I think he'll make a podium. Wow. And then uh, it'll be the full excitement for the and season. Then you say two Red Bulls. Are you going Max, then Perez, or Perez and then Max? Who's first for you? I mean, who's first for the team? Well, obviously Max. Let's leave it with that. Okay. Perry, poor guy, man. He just doesn't get a look in, does he? It's just how it is. We didn't choose that. They no, chose they that. They did. They did choose so, that. So, yeah. I, I, that's, a, that's a bold... I like it. It's bold. I think Exciting. That's, I think that's the order for it. It's certainly how I'd like it to go. Yeah, okay. Um, Do you know what I'd really want to see? I'd like to see Williams and Sargent up there, but... Okay, yeah. Uh, It's very early in the season to kind of be making wild guesses. So this is just a stab in the dark, isn't it? Let's take a wild guess for me then. Go on. And I'll disregard everything I said earlier about strategies and calls and Ferrari being useless. And I'm going to say that there's a first corner incident 
and Max Verstappen gets taken out. Yeah. And I'm going to say Charles Leclerc wins the race from Fernando Alonso and Sergio Perez in third. Wow. You know, Why not? Let's go for it. We, we've created some real excitement for what could be coming. Don't base your bets on me, but if you win anything, I'll put my address below. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be... Um, either one is an amazing weekend. It, but either way, no matter what happens, this is going to be an exciting race. I promise you, it's going to be full of incidents. And if nothing else... Hop on the onboard footage and absolutely get terrified because it's like a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. The the wall where um, Mickey Schumacher uh, stuffed the hey, car. Hey, Mickey, you're so bad. Um, that's the one to watch out for. Uh, oh, if you uh, lose it there, yeah. Ev- everyone tire kisses that. Yeah, it's it's almost like the wall of champions, but um, not quite established. Did you just drop an F one nerd fact on us just casually in a sentence? I might have done. I might have, no, it's like I'm, the Wall of Champ. Where's the Wall might, of Champions, Pete? I might have just thrown that in there. Where is the Wall of Champions? Um, I know this. Yeah. I know this because yeah. I can picture it. Yeah. And I can't give you the name. Oh, I thought yeah. you were going to drop yeah. it then. Yeah, I, I wanted to say it's Canada. It is Canada. There you go. Oh, I, I, I can't think. You of were the doubting name of yourself. The, um, no, that's as much as I can give it's, you. It's in Montreal. It's the circuit Montreal. de Gilles Villeneuve. Yeah, so I I know the um I know the bend. Yeah. Um and I know the run up to it. I can visualize it from the game. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fair. That's yeah. a fair way of learning. Yeah, it? yeah. Don't stuff it there. Well in all seriousness, F one drivers learn their car and the setups and remember the circuit maps playing a simulator which is basically like a really high-tech video game. Yeah, that, and that's um, that's where me and 20 of the world's best drivers part. <laughs> How do, talking of simulators, I'm going to go off on a weird tangent now. Yeah. Uh, we saw, primarily during the pandemic and the lockdown, when F1 was cancelled... You're not going to talk about flashlights, are you? No. <laughs> no, okay, just... <laughs> The whole simulated conversation, oh, lockdown. Simulation. Yeah, lots of time on my hands. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> we saw a lot of Formula One drivers taking part in like esports, in like the yeah. Formula One game online, competing against each other. And then we saw the birth of the esports championships. And each Formula One team has a esports team. And they take part in the latest Formula One game and race each other. And you in, want to know if I would be no, good enough? I just, I was, I don't think you would be. I don't no. think I would be either. No, I, I, I think no. I'd be. If if they're the top twenty, I'd be somewhere around three thousand and twenty. I even with I have to turn the assists on. Even with that, I'm useless. Yeah. Um, no, I, I was going to say it's interesting that the some of the very best, the people that won the esports world championship, then got hired by the teams to do some simulator work from them. Wow. On the Formula One car. So they're now part of the Formula One team doing virtual driving. Do you know what? I I love I love that the motorsport pushes across yeah. all the time. So um there there's an instance from gaming to increasing the um the outcomes from the simulator. Yeah. 
which benefits the Formula One driver. But we've also got the technology in the Formula One cars, which benefits our normal cars. You could say that Formula One's a lot like the porn industry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that there's this entertainment of sorts that pushes through and forces development into other real-world applications. Yeah, we all know why people are going to rush out and buy those 3D goggles for and me- mainly Meta. You. We know what life. you're going to do with Meta. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm watching the Formula One. Oh, this AI model. I know what you're really? up to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but if it wasn't for that, the porn industry, we wouldn't have video streaming. They pioneered it. Yeah. Um, and yes. See, I knew this had something to do with fleshlights. <laughs> and if we didn't have Formula One, you probably wouldn't have regenerative braking in your hybrid car. There you go. I'm trying to think of another thing. Heads up display. No. That's not there yet. That, uh, that's more sort of indie. Uh, sequential gearboxes. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm, hybrid power my, chains. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Charging from the kinetic energy wasted when the turbo stops spinning. That is an amazing innovation. So turbo already is a recycling kind of product, isn't it? It's using the exhaust gas to spin a turbo. Yeah. So when they're off throttle and the turbo is no longer needed, to slow it down, rather than just wasting that energy and turning it into heat, there's a small generator on the back of it that recharges the battery. Thanks for bearing with us, everyone. <sighs> F1. Welcome to my world. <laughs> I come in every Monday... Shared, excited to share another weird F1 engineering fact. I, I can keep up this face for about three minutes. <laughs> it, after three minutes, it, it, by no fault of my own, turns into this. But I do love Formula One, yeah. and I love your enthusiasm. Thanks. Okay, Pete. It's yes. that time of the week when we look ahead to the next race. Yes. And I've set you some homework, like I do every time, in your journey of becoming a Formula One fan. In the section that I like to call Pete's F1 homework. Yep, I know what I've got to do. Now this week, I told you to memorise the circuit map for the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. Okay. The Jeddah Corniche circuit. You're going to have to draw it from memory in 15 seconds. Yeah. And in the meantime... So people aren't bored. I'm going to read out some Formula One facts about the Jeddah circuit. Okay. And in 50 seconds, we're going to see what it's like. There's your piece of paper. You've got a pen. Right. Jeddah. Are you ready? Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. Let's go. Pete, the Jeddah Corniche circuit is the fastest ever street circuit on the Formula One Canada. It is 6.1 kilometers long. First race held here in 2021. Last year, Max Verstappen won ahead of Charles Leclerc in 0.5 seconds at the end. That was crazy. Lewis Hamilton holds the lap record of 1 minute 30.07. And there are three DRS zones and 27 corners in total. I think that's probably uh, more like 30 seconds up. Oh. But it's fine. I won't mark you down for that. So I've... um, Let's have a look at what you've done. I think I've done you proud. This is Jeddah Cornice. (laughs) I mean... That's actually, it looks like a dog's bone. Yeah. But it's not. That's, that's you know, I'm no track designer. You're definitely not, but it's not too bad. So uh, a couple of things to know about Jeddah and why it's so easy to remember when drawing it. 
Yes. Okay. So basically, it looks like a, a very long, skinny cock. <laughs> I don't think that was the design. No. 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 Um, reason being, up here, yeah, around there, uh, they call this number 28. So that's corner 28. It actually is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, around here. So this is the first DRS zone up here. Yeah. Um, and as I remember rightly, you've got corner number five and corner number eight there which i find easiest to draw when i remember it as a pair of boobs <laughs> uh, and down here there's another wriggly bit with a couple more bends yeah uh can't quite remember the number of them but they look like balls so that is jeddah cornice how did i do i've i mean let us know in the comments how pete did that's uh Wow, I'm just going to hold it in between us. There's, there's always an easy way. You know, you, you set a homework task. I've got to find a way of memorising it. And I try and keep it simple. Do you know what I'm going to do is behind us on the fence, I'm going to stick up all your map, your track circuits over the year. So wow. when we come to next year, we're going to have basically a collection of cocks behind us. Do you know... I don't think all of them look like that. Well, we had a few complaints last last time out about the Bahrain map that you drew. Yeah, well, do you know what? I can't apologise on behalf of the designers of the circuit, but on behalf of the BHP show, the BHP show, if I can even get my words yeah. out, do you know, we're sorry that they did it like that. And for you, the Jeddah Cornish circuit is... One long cock and two... Well, basically... And a pair of tits. Not so much. Basically, that's corner 28. Yeah. That's, cor that's corner five. That's corner eight. Yeah. Um, and around here, this end here, this is the first DRS zone. So going into that bend there. Um, that's it. I mean, I can't recommend enough... That's perfect. ...going to it. Yeah. Because it's in a beautiful part of the country. Yes right on the coast and um you know you're gonna have a great time as you can see the map suggests <laughs> suggests a good time suggests a good time <laughs> that's perfect um well uh, you know focusing on the tip i think it's probably the best way to round up this this week's podcast yeah we've given plenty of our own tips and um hopefully there's a couple in there for you if you're the betting type obviously if you lose um it wasn't us ted's ted, ted kravitz. kravitz yeah he's not at the Mention. race this weekend either so no uh so be his fault uh, if you win then uh i'll put our address below you yeah know, we, so we take we take membership bitcoin payments, yeah membership whatever channel membership if you're listening on uh spotify uh, we take five-star ratings. In fact, that is probably the best thing, actually. If you're listening to this, wherever you listen to us, rate the podcast. It really helps us. If you're on Spotify, if you're on YouTube even, subscribe to the channel. Leave a comment below telling us how much you liked Pete's circuit map out of 10. I'm giving it a strong nine. Yeah. Well, plenty would give it one. Would. Oh. Yeah. Um, so yes, we hope you enjoy the race this weekend and we'll see you next weekend where we wrap up everything that happened in Jeddah at the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. So until next time, see you next time. Bye everyone. <laughs>